Everyone loves a good family mystery, especially one with as many twists and turns as June's Journey. Escape your everyday life and experience the world through the lens of June Parker and search for hidden clues and uncover the mystery of her sister's murder. Engage your observation skills to quickly uncover key pieces of information that lead to chapters of mystery, danger, and romance. Where will each new chapter take you? Days are long and life is hectic. There's nothing more relaxing than shutting off my brain and playing a round of June's journey. I will take it all, the glamorous culture of the 1920s, scandalous family secrets, and explore and even build my own vivid sceneries. I love to let my imagination run wild when decorating my island estate. June needs your help, detective. Download June's Journey for free on iOS and Android. I mean, we've talked about it many times in this podcast over the six years. We've played it many times. I've, I've spoken of, of my love for it many times. Dan Fogelberg. Old Lang Syne. Mm-hmm. We were playing it for New Year's Eve. This is our New Year's Eve episode, I guess, because when is actually New Year's Eve? Is it Monday or Sunday? Monday. The 31st? Monday? Monday. Yeah, so this would be it. To be a New Year's Eve episode. Unless, of course, you're Patreon. We might throw something out on Monday day, New Year's Eve day. Ooh. But this is like a New Year's Eve song, I guess. I mean, it's just everything you want from a song. Old guy going back to his town. You know, I mean, I don't have to tell you people, you know. Says there, he sees her in the grocery store and he touches her on the sleeve. Today, she'd call security and this guy would be arrested. <laughs> But back then it was different, um, you know. And they got together and hung out and drank in the car. I mean, these are days gone by, right? He couldn't do any of this stuff anymore. None of it. Got a six pack and drank in the car. Yeah. Arrested again. Yeah. Every every verse ends with an arrest. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> all right. But anyway, that's Dan Fogelberg. Don't want to ruin it for everybody. What a lovely time of year, Alex. The week between Christmas. And New Year's, if there's ever a time to just let yourself go, mm-hmm. it is this, the next five or six days where you could just say, fuck it, mm-hmm. this is, I'm not doing anything. I don't know if you guys have that luxury or that type of job or, see, I guess the thing about it is I've always been in kind of like show business jobs for the last, I don't know, 20 years. And in LA kind of shuts down for two weeks, more or less. Like around December 22nd to like January 3rd. Oh, I'd that's, say it shuts yeah. down for a month and a half. Yeah, I mean, yeah. And it gets, sometimes it gets longer. To, but depending, like that's like the way it goes. And so you could just not do anything mm-hmm. for this week right here, this whatever. Yep. Like I said, six days. And I'm choosing to do that. Of course, I have a daughter now, so I have to do things. 
Like I'd love to do absolutely nothing, but I'm, I feel like I'm getting, um, I'm getting shamed by like social media because I'm seeing a lot of videos of friends and their kids mm-hmm. around the same age as my daughter and their kids had got bikes and stuff for Christmas. We didn't do any of that. We had a, we have a bike right here. Yeah. You see, it's been sitting here since the day we got it untouched mm-hmm. because my daughter's like, no, I'm good. I don't need it. So I'm seeing kids like riding bicycles, no training wheels, like balanced riding bicycles. And I'm like, oh, am I just failing as a dad? Like, a, should she be riding a bicycle by now? Maybe. But but uh, your reply is supposed to be absolutely not. No, no, but she loves nine hours of television. But didn't you get her a skateboard? We got a skateboard this for this Christmas. She's no way in hell I'm letting her on that. She will, I mean, and she's not getting on it. She just sits on it, you know, and then skates around the house sitting on it. But if she stands up on it, forget about it. She would go flying. Do you want me to teach her how to skateboard? I mean, her nephews were here, and they're really good, okay. and they were trying. But she's just like, no, it's not. Mm-hmm. I mean, teaching you, say hey, skateboard. She's four. You can't teach her anything. Yeah. But anyway, so uh, I, I feel like I'm being shamed. Like I feel like kids are at more advanced. But what am I going to do? I mean, it all in the end, it all evens out, right? Eventually, mm-hmm. you learn to ride a bike. Eventually, you learn to do this. You learn to do that. Life and- also isn't what it seems on the. On the social media. I know? learned, uh, Alex, I don't know where you learned to ride your bike. Oh. But probably somewhere in Vegas, I would imagine. Mm-hmm. Parking lot or something. It was in the old way. You just <laughs> do, didn't you do like parking lot like wide open spaces? Yeah. But I mean, maybe there were more wide open spaces in Vegas than like where I was in La Ronconcoma. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Lytels next door, George and Barbara Lytel and their daughters, Deborah and Suzanne. Uh, they had a, a, a circular driveway. And at the time, circular driver was like, what? Whoa. What type of money are you bringing in that you got a circular driveway? Not, not even circular. What, that would, what would that be considered? Like a, kind of what we have here. Like you, know, you drive round, in, you drive out. Yeah. You know, it's not circular. It's like half circular. But anyway, that's what they had. Drive in, drive out. And nobody in, in Ronkonkoma, at least on Ocean Avenue, had that. It was just a straight up driveway. So when... There, we learned on their circular driveway, and they let us. Mm-hmm. You know, it was open to for learning, and uh, I think all of us learned on that driveway. Yeah, it's now. Uh, I believe they they all might be dead. Um, the Lytels? the Lytels, I think they. I certainly oh. George and Barbara. <laughs> uh, the the parents are dead, and I'm the the daughters could be dead too. Mm-hmm. It d- didn't turn out. Listen. I, it turns out I was I was I got a I got a I was sold a bill of goods on how much it cost for a circular driveway because <laughs> I don't think they had anything you know I mean they 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 were basically on welfare more or less mm-hmm. and uh, so somehow they got that circular anyway we were happy to learn on that and that's how we learned to ride a bike so now I figured we have the same thing here this will be a perfect place for my daughter to learn to ride a bike and nothing. 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 So anyway, that's what I. I what I'm trying to say is a long way to get there. I'm trying to say that uh, I would love to do nothing this week, as many people may be doing. I'm not exactly sure, but I can't. I have to t- do a ton of things. You have to teach your daughter how to ride a bike. I feel like a lot of people, a lot of family members, my mom, my sister-in-law, my parents, my my daughter's uh, parents, I mean my wife's parents, sorry, mm-hmm. and uh, their, her sisters, nobody got the memo. Uh, my You guys did. Mm-hmm. I, well, I don't know. You said that Olivia's coming over with something today, and she better, <laughs> you better text her and let her know. 
because I don't think anyone got my Christmas memo this year. Does it stay the hell out of no, your house? No, oh. not that. Not that too. <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna amend it and yeah. put that at the bottom. Okay. No, it is no small plastic shit. I don't want it. I so if there's like a castle, like a My Little Pony castle, and then the my it comes with a big castle, mm-hmm. a couple of My Little Ponies, and then every My Little Pony has a fucking necklace and a couple of earrings and little horseshoes and I don't no no yeah okay. I, I I got more little tiny plastic shit than I've ever seen in my entire life. I don't even know what it all goes to. Mm-hmm. We got more unicorns and. Little, little, uh, unicorn, unicorn, my little pony. That's like, a, I don't even know. And I'm, I'm furious, Alex. I'm furious at people. <laughs> I, I'm, I want to call my sister-in-law. My sister-in-law gave us not only little plastic shit. She gave us things that make noise. Oh yeah. She gave us a little karaoke machine. So I was excited about it. I fire it up. Little mini karaoke machine, speakers this big and two, two microphones. Alex, you know me. Mm-hmm. You get a couple eggnogs in me, and there's a microphone in the room. <laughs> Hot <Yeah>. mic. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to have a good time. Yeah. I'm going to start singing Old Lang Syne, crying halfway through. Mm-hmm. Uh, I touched her sleeve. <laughs> anyway, I fire it all up, get it all charged up. Yeah. And I turn it on. It's a tinny little piece of shit, but I start, you know, singing my songs. Mm-hmm. And, of course, my daughter wants the other microphone. And I was like, well, maybe we could do a duet. Do we know any duets? She doesn't know any of the classic duets. I I said, you know, Alan's in the stream? She does not know it. No. She does not know uh, the one from, you know, Dirty Dancing. There's a couple of good duets in that. (laughs) She doesn't know any of them. No. So uh, so she's just making noise, just screaming into the microphone now. So now that's amplified. Little plastic pieces all over the house. Amplified sounds. These are the things you got to, if you people have children, mm-hmm. and I know most of you children of, are, are you know, adults now because you did it at the proper time. You had children at the proper time. Um, don't, don't, don't. No small pieces, no slime, no slime, no glitter, no slime, no small pieces, no noise. Mm-hmm. Is that, am I doing pretty good? I'm, I see you're, 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 you look a little concerned right now. Because I think that whatever Olivia's bringing over has every single one of those. No, I'm. Th- I was thinking it through. But yeah, yeah. Anyway, okay. Enough bullshit. Today's episode is about a, a very special person. Uh, it's about a very special person in the cover to cover family, and it's their birthday. It's the, today is the birthday of Mr. Alex Khan. Everybody, the I mean, people are talking about it all over the world. Yeah, well, you know we're a, we're a uh, worldwide podcast, mm-hmm. and people in Australia and Ireland and Portugal. England and Portugal—they're going crazy. Some of them celebrating in the streets. Yeah, for Alex's birthday. <laughs> um, I didn't even know it was Alex's birthday. He did mention it. We talked about birthdays before, and I knew his birthday was in December. Uh, I didn't know the exact date, but it's today, mm-hmm. your birthday. Yeah, and uh, how old are you now? 32. 32 years old. 32, wow. 32 yeah. years old. Still just a, you know, a kid just in a the, pup. in the world. Yeah. Uh and what do you do for your birthday? I don't know. Well, whatever. You do this what a, yeah, and work. <laughs> what a fun day. Yeah. Uh, um, whatever. Uh, we're probably going to dinner. I don't know. Olivia's got something planned. You kind of get swept up in the Christmas yeah. celebration, yeah. New Year's celebrations having mm-hmm. a birthday 27th. 
Uh, Sarah Colonna birthday 29th. 29th. So you guys are, you know, within that same week. She'll be in Arkansas. Or, no, or she'll be in uh, Syracuse, Syracuse, New York. Syracuse, up in yeah. Funny Bone in Syracuse for New Year's Eve. Uh, God God help her. Mm-hmm. God help her. Happy birthday. I, t- I tried to warn her. She, she did not heed my warning. So, you know, good luck to her. Um, anyway, so happy birthday to you, Alex. Thank happy, you. happy birthday. I hope it's a good one. I hope you have a nice day today. Um, on to uh, some stories that we want to discuss. I, I we'll get back to Alex's birthday in a second, everybody. We're not completely done with with Alex's birthday. We have a huge celebration. I'm waiting for the band to show up. The we band have a is- yeah. We have I, I hired a high, you know a big a brass band Ooh. to come and uh, do a, a happy birthday rendition for you. Um, you you ready to hear about the 2024 Times Square New Year's Eve celebration? Yep. Of course, every year it's a big celebration there in Times Square. Uh, the, the, they drop the ball. You know, the ball is made of Savarsky crystal. It's, it's Savarsky. So am I pronouncing that correctly? Yep. Savarsky. Mm-hmm. Oh, my mother loves a Savarsky crystal. She'll, and she'll let us know it is. She'll yeah. have like some sort of brooch or something on her, on her lapel or something. Uh-huh. You know, like an American flag or mm-hmm. snowman or something. We're like, oh, look at that. It's Savarsky crystal. Okay. All right. Calm down. You know, so anyway, I believe that the, ball that drops which i've never actually seen the ball i don't even like i don't know the significance of the ball dropping mm-hmm. um i'm sure there's some a story behind it but i don't you know i got i don't have the time for that else. let me see but anyway i believe it's made of savarsky crystal at least it used to be and it'll drop in Times square like it always does the the main one they it used to be dick clark's rock mm-hmm. new year's eve dick clark Died years ago. He had had a stroke. Uh, God bless the man. Everyone seemed to love Dick Clark. I knew him from you know my my youth, and even before that, he was on TV in the fifties with American Bandstand. Mm-hmm. All through that, then he became like a you know Dick Clark was Dick Clark. Anyway, he wound up having a stroke years ago, and then he continued on hosting the New Year's Eve Rock and Eve with the stroke, and it was tough to watch. And I'm not saying that to be funny. It was yeah. a little tough to watch. Uh, and Seacrest eventually took over as Seacrest. I think we have a rule in this country where if somebody retires, Seacrest has to take the job. Mm-hmm. He's taken Wheel of Fortune. He took this New Year's Eve. And, of course, Seacrest is perfect. He's the great, the best TV guy in the business, mm-hmm. as far as I'm concerned. Nobody gets it done quite like Seacrest. You know what I'm thankful for about Seacrest? We haven't heard anything we don't get any bad news on this guy. No bad, There's no, because yeah. we keep reading about, there's another one, Alex, you just tell me before we went there, Vin Diesel's Vin Diesel. the latest caught yep. up and, you know, some somebody's saying he got aggressive, sexually aggressive with a, it always seems to be an assistant, an old always. assistant. Yeah, And that, I think it's the same way with Vin Diesel yep. and Jamie Foxx was an assistant. There's always, a, that's why I don't have an assistant, Alex. Mm-hmm. I don't want to use somebody up in here. Up in here, <laughs> you know, telling me I got up, I got up on him here in the garage. I don't need that, mm-hmm. so I don't have an assistant for that reason. Yeah. Plus, she'd have she'd have absolutely nothing to do. <laughs> what do I need? What should I do now? Oh shit, I don't know. You want to put these Christmas balls in that box? Um, you know, I I, yeah. I don't have anything for her to do. So or him could be him, whatever. I think that yeah. might be the problem. Is I don't think Vin Diesel really had that much for her to do either. <laughs> Isn't yeah. that the problem? Well, I mean, I mean, imagine he's got something going. He's, oh, a, yeah. yeah, he's a big star, right? Yeah, he's, he's got another Fast and the Furious coming up, mm. or eleven, or twelve, or fifteen. But anyway, Vin Diesel's the latest. He says it's absolute bullshit, and mm-hmm. if that's what everyone's first, the first thing he says is it's completely untrue. I'm out there. 
But then the one guy, he just got convicted of it, you know, and he yeah. had a little bit of a different situation. The John Major Powers, yeah, Majors, John, Jonathan Majors, and he got screwed because he was going to be. They were uh, prepping this guy to be the new Marvel mm-hmm. universe. He was going to be like the head guy of the Marvel universe. Yeah, he was immediately fired the moment after the the verdict came down. Disney can't. So he's yeah. he's out of that. I mean, who knows what becomes? And he his career was like taken off. Mm-hmm. And I think it was like a girlfriend. And I think if I'm not mistaken, I think they're still I, yeah. boyfriend girlfriend. If, if I, I read right, she, she went with him. Yeah, to like court. to the court and stuff. Yeah. So I mean, I don't know if that was. I don't know what. I mean, I was kind of half reading the story, but yeah. you got to feel bad for a guy like that. I, and who everybody involved. I mean, a guy's career's just taken off, and it's like, oh shit. Uh, but whatever. What I was trying to say was that there's really no dirt on Ryan Seacrest that I at least I've heard of. Mm-hmm. But then again, every time I feel like there's a bit of a cover-to-cover curse every time we say that about somebody, some <laughs> dirt comes out. I hope that's not the case because I enjoy Seacrest. I like him. Dear friend. Mm-hmm. Dear friend. We worked together at E! News. Well, we worked together at E! He was on E! News. I was on Joseph. Somebody, by the way, let me, speaking, I'm, I'm glad this came up, Alex, because somebody wrote on one of the, and they were trying to be funny. Mm-hmm. They were trying to be funny, you know? Somebody wrote on one of the Facebook pages or something, they wrote, somebody put something about me and Chelsea Handler, and somebody wrote something like, oh, Chris worked on Chelsea lately? He never mentions it. And I get the joke, everybody, I get the joke. But I've mentioned many times on this podcast, <laughs> the only reason I continue to bring it up, and I and it pains me to bring it up, it does. But I have to bring it up because it's the last time I was around people, okay? Mm-hmm. So when I tell stories about my life, it was the last time I was, you know, there was some people around. I I was at, for eight years or whatever it was, I was in an office with 200 people. Yeah. So when you're with 200 people in an office, it lends itself to stories. On a television show, it lends itself to more stories. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of stories to be told about it. Hey, listen, there are podcasts out there that exclusively talk about old TV. I mean, there's the Office girls talk about the Office every mm-hmm. episode. Cruise there's news. One, cruise, cruise News talks about nothing but cruise. I just looked it up, Cruise News. Another person mm-hmm. off overboard. Didn't <laughs> find them. They never find them. They don't. No. So anyway, but yeah, that's why I bring up Trust because I haven't seen people since to you know any length of time. Mm-hmm. Been around people for 10 minutes, but not all day, every day. For eight years. So that's the only reason I bring it up. And if you don't like it, don't listen. Mm-hmm. You hear me, Alex? Yeah. This is meant for you today. Anyway, oh, it's meant for me. No, yeah. no, no. Okay. Anyway, New Year's Eve. Back to New Year's Eve. Uh, of course, it's going to be so rocking New Year's Eve. It's got everybody. But here's a couple of New Year's Eve um, facts. Just for fun. Mm-hmm. Why not? Also known as Old Year's Day or St. Sylvester's Day. Did you know that? No. New Year's Eve is one of the most exciting holidays of the year. Some countries, such as the Philippines and Latvia, celebrate New Year's Eve as a public holiday. In Japan, it's a government holiday. And in other countries, many businesses let their employees off work early so they can partake in many of the festivities. Ooh. Okay. By the way, we were wrong. Uh, New Year's Eve is actually Sunday. Yes. New Year's Day is Monday. I think we said earlier in the podcast it was Monday, but New Year's Eve is Sunday. Uh, There are many reasons uh, this is one of the biggest nights of the year, not just because of its big parties. New Year's Eve can be a significant turning point in your life. Don't we all think that? Yeah. You know, don't we all think it's going to be a significant... Is there ever a significant turning point in anyone's life? Once Mm. you start cruising... 
you know, down yeah. the road of life. I don't know if there's many significant turning points anymore. I always look for one. You know, I look for a significant turning, but like a real significant. I'm talking real significant. Yeah. I'm talking like, you know, like what happened to like... um Like near-death experience? Like... Sure. Okay. I mean, obviously you went to that. No, I, but I like... I see what you're hoping no, for I'm me. No, I'm just but wondering what a... No, like, I, I was thinking more I mean, along the lines... you have a child. That's, I do. Yeah. Oh, was that supposed to be... Oh, shit. supposed to All right. Change. I guess I was supposed to say that, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, except for the birth of my daughter. <laughs> you know, people always have to say that. After they already say something else is the greatest, they're like, oh, yeah, except for the birth of my daughter. Yeah. You know, I meant that, too. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, no, well, I was saying... Well, like, that one goes without saying. Yes, of course. I was saying more like, uh, like what happened, just to use them as an example, because I know several people where this has been the case, but like like a Matt Rife, where it was just like a complete overnight mm-hmm. just blow up. Yeah. Um, like, that seems significant, mm-hmm. you know? And I know a couple of other guys who've had like that significant of a blow up. Not that I'm looking for that, but that would seem like a significant. So you, I guess on New Year's Eve, you would hope for something like that. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. But anyway, it can be that. They're trying to say. I if you had a rough year, New Year's Eve is off a feeling of relief. You could be thankful the year is finally over. I can understand that one too. Like what? I sh- Ooh, bring on 2024. Mm-hmm. Ooh. New Year's Eve is also a time to forgive past mistakes and uh, and form new habits. Many people make New Year's Eve resolutions. I I've tried, mm-hmm. never to any success. What any resolutions? I mean, you know, don't you always kind of like make small ones? I guess I don't mm-hmm. know. Like this is the year. You know, I one time I decided. I don't know what I was thinking a couple of years ago. I took out a little piece of paper and I was going to do. You know, people say to write stuff down. I feel like in some cases it has worked for me in the past. Secreting, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. We were talking about secreting. Sorry, we're stopping and starting here today because there's a uh, lot going on in the ha- with construction mm-hmm. and landscapers outside. So a lot of noise. So yeah. we're stopping and starting. So we're trying to pick up where we left off. That's, to be perfectly honest with you, that's what's happening. Well, we were talking about secreting and all that for New Year's Eve. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Write it down and blah, blah. So I wrote down one time a couple of years ago in a little pad. I wrote down some things I wanted to happen with this podcast and like touring and some other stuff. You know, and and what you do when you do stuff like that is I believe, Alex, you write these grand things. You know, you're not going to write, uh, hope I play, you know, the Nashville Zanies because uh, that can happen. Mm-hmm. So you write big ones, you yeah. know. That'll probably never happen, but hey, this is what Oprah said to do, so you do it. Anyway, one day my daughter's like going through like where the little nightstand where I keep it, and she found it and, you know, gave it to my wife. My wife was like, oh, look at all these things you wrote down. I'm like, yeah, it wasn't ever for everyone to read. You know, and I feel like an idiot. <laughs> so it was one, you know, yeah. one of those things. So I don't do it anymore because I don't want to be made fun of. These yeah. people, they didn't make fun of you. Mm-hmm. So I don't need that. Yeah. So anyway, I have no more goals. My goals are done. But anyway, for New Year's Eve, that's what you're supposed to do. Things like that. You want to hear some other New Year's Eve stuff? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's an excellent time to look back at the year and reminisce with friends and family. Many cities throughout the world going on. Did we say that already? Uh, some of the best cities to celebrate New Year's Eve, New York City, Sydney, Bangkok, Dubai, Cape Town, London, Las Vegas. I think I've been in... New York City and Sydney for both for New Year's Eve, yeah, uh, and LA many times. 
Uh, in Spain and other Spanish-speaking countries, the tradition is to eat 12 grapes during the countdown to midnight, symbolizing hopes for the new year. Around the world, eating anything in the form of a circle or ring symbolizes coming full circle and is considered good luck. Did you know that? <laughs> I did not. I think full circles, though, you don't want... Doesn't that get you back to where you started, full circle? Yeah, isn't that the opposite? You want half of... circle, like where I learned to ride my bicycle over to Lytels. Yeah. You want to be... Yeah, because full circle, I think, just gets you back to mm-hmm. the same shitty beginning you started. Um, anyway, you get the idea. Uh, other ways to participate. You want to hear some other ways to participate? Yep. On New Year's Eve, you can host a party to ring in the new year. Set some achievable goals. That's a big one. Achievable goals. Yeah. I set goals that are in no way achievable. I won't be doing that anymore. Uh, if you can't be at a celebration, watch one live on television. Okay. Whoever wrote this is really half-assing it. Have a game night with your family and see who lasts until midnight. Nobody in this house. Nope. Uh, go for a midnight run. No. Attend a, co- a concert that goes past midnight. Nope. <laughs> go ice skating in a nearby park or indoor rink. Once again, no. Uh, kiss your spouse, <laughs> significant other at midnight. Sure, sure, we'll do that. That's quite Enjoy a quiet evening at home journaling. Well, you had me until oh, journaling. Oh, yeah. I mean, exactly. Yeah. We're <laughs> doing quite a bit more. Hold on a second. Honey, grab my journal. What? Yeah, the journal. The one that you made fun of. It's a, I have a couple of things written down in pencil mm-hmm. in my weird uh, chicken scratch handwriting. Uh, and then bring that back out. I'm going to start journaling again. I wish I was a journal guy. I really do. It's like, yeah. as a, once again, I'm going to try and cheat. I'm going to try to achieve being robe guy. Talked about it on, I think it was a, I don't know if it was a regular episode or a Patreon episode. Regular. I purchased yeah. a robe uh, from Pottery Barn, 75% off, fur lined and monogrammed. Mm. Thank you very much, CMF. Uh, and uh, yeah, that's a crazy motherfucker. And I, uh, and <laughs> I decided that I'm going to be robe guy. Yeah. And I've tried this several other years. I said, this is the year I finally am going to be the robe person. Mm-hmm. I just don't know where and how to do it. I don't know when I'm supposed to become robe guy because robes are tricky, Alex. Yeah. They are tricky. I know it's supposed to be post-shower. But then again, so post-shower. So how long post-shower? You know, how lo- I put the robe on and is it? Four hours of post shower, or is it three minutes post shower? Because three minutes, I got no time. I'm gonna get dressed. I'm dry. I'm getting dressed. I think it depends on your level of robe guy. Like you're a you're a young you're a fledgling robe guy right now. Ten minutes. Ten minutes. I'm in the robe. Yeah. Throughout for drying in in the the entire course of the day. Mm -hmm. I'm only doing ten minutes. Feeling it out. Getting comfortable with the robe. Okay. Now what if I'm now? Oh, you got an hour in you. Okay, so now let me ask you this. Now, what if I I put the robe on? Do I have something underneath the robe? Because I feel like I have to, because that belt doesn't do. And say I laid, say I'm sitting down on the couch. Yeah. And uh, you know, and I, and I want to watch TV. Now, if I sit down with nothing underneath the robe, it's like you know, it's like balls out and stuff, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Thank you. Sorry. I to, I'd say you get a longer sorry rope. To create that image in your head. My apologies. <laughs> you know. Uh, but yeah, you get what I'm saying. Yeah. So uh, get a longer robe is what you're saying? So not a kimono style. Yeah, you have an awfully young daughter, so maybe not yeah, a well, short. Well, I tell you, my father used to take baths. You know, he's like one a week. <laughs> and he'd come boy. out and he'd get into his chair and it balls out all the time. But yeah. we were like, all right, let it happen. Yeah. You know, he was getting he was getting himself prepared for his week of work. Yeah. And we didn't, we didn't let it boo. We didn't let it bother us. No. 
Uh, so yeah, I, I would, I don't know if, yeah, so that I would feel weird about that. Mm -hmm. So I feel like I have to have some sort of shorts or pajamas underneath it. Yeah. Now, once again, we're creating a whole other person. Yeah. Now if I'm pajamas and robe, now I'm some 1950s dad or something. Yeah, Scrooge. Oh, right. Exactly. Yeah. Or Hugh Hefner. Or yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then if I put it on like on a Tuesday afternoon, I feel like something's gone terribly wrong. Yeah. If I'm in a robe on a Tuesday afternoon. So it's a very, very tricky piece of clothing. Mm -hmm. I think the most tricky if yeah. I have to, you to know, vote off. on that. Yeah. Anyway, but I got one. So I'm thinking about being that guy. I also would like to be journaling guy. I always did. I always wanted to be the guy who sat there and journaled. Mm -hmm. And then one day after I die, somebody finds it and, you know, goes, oh, my God, this guy had such a rich life. You know, yeah. what am I going to say? D dear journal or whatever. Mm -hmm. Today, I went to Jersey Mike's. <laughs> Boy, it was busy over there. <laughs> I normally get the number seven, which is, I believe, the turkey. Yeah. I, I could be wrong on the numbers, but, you know, for the journal's sake, let's just go with number seven. Uh, but today went with number eight, the roast beef. Mm. I didn't have it Mike's way. I'm still journaling about this. Yeah. Because I don't necessarily like the onions. But I, I base, it's basically Mike's way uh -huh. without the onions. And I was one time shamed by the woman behind the counter who said that. I said, she said, do you want it Mike's way? And I said, yes, but no onions. She goes, well, that's not Mike's way. And I was like, oh, no, okay, yeah, I get it. I just, you know what yeah. I mean, right? Okay. I thought it would be easier if I said Mike's way, no onions. She's like, yeah, well, you just screwed up Mike's way. Yeah. I'm still journaling. Mm -hmm. I'm still journaling. Mm -hmm. Please, yeah. you don't interrupt me while I'm sure. Sorry. <laughs> I get so worked anyway, up. Anyway, so that would be my like my journal entries. It wouldn't be anything mm -hmm. very profound. Well, I'd say it's profound, and I'd say with a robe and and That's sitting there your talking profound about, yeah. musings, you need a typewriter to not even a just a journal. I know. Well, you need like I, a. I would love it. Anyway, that's what I would who I would like to be. But maybe for New Year's, who knows? You want to hear some more? Ow! This bustling holiday season, you might be looking for nutritious, flavorful meals to fuel you on your jam-packed days. Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal delivery service, can help you eat well for breakfast lunch and dinner with chef prepared dietitian approved ready to eat meals delivered straight to your door you'll save time and stay on track with your healthy lifestyle while tackling all your holiday to do's how do you like that read alex Ooh, i didn't stumble once not once and now let me tell you what i really think about factor i love it the last time i had it i went for the calorie smart mm -hmm. version of what they have you can choose from vegan and veggie protein plus or many other wholesome options they have 35 chef crafted meals every week that support a healthy lifestyle portions perfect easy forget all the prep I think it's like two minutes in the microwave and you are having a good time. I mm -hmm. love all their stuff. The calorie smart stuff is 50, 550 calories, proteins. There's add-on, 55 plus add-on to suit various preferences and tastes. You could choose from quick breakfast items, lunch to go, grab and go snacks, ready to eat. They sent me the cold pressed juices Ooh. and the smoothies. Mango and strawberry, all fantastic. I love it. With fact, you can rest assured you're also making a sustainable choice. We offset uh, the delivery emissions and source 100% renewable electricity for our production sites and offices. Head to factormeals.com slash cover to cover 50 and use the code cover to cover 50 to get 50% off. That 
You know what, Alex? You know what fifty percent off is? Whoa, what is half? It? Ooh, that's half price. That's one a half. Lot. That's a lot. That's a. Best that deal we've is, done yet. That is more than I, that's almost what I got off my robe, my fur lined robe. <laughs> cover to cover 50 to get 50% off. That's factormeals.com slash cover to cover 50 and use the code cover to cover to 50. That's uh, factormeals.com slash cover to cover 50 to get 50% off. Uh, thanks, Factor. I love you guys. Think about what you can do uh, to make next year the best year of your life. No matter what you decide to do, ring in the New Year, share it on social media with a picture, and just write hashtag New Year's Eve. Uh, Want to hear some New Year's Eve history? Mm-hmm. The first New Year's Eve celebration was thought to be held in Mesopotamia. Ooh. Because of the calendar at the time, the celebrations took place in March. Ring in the New Year consisted of an 11-day festival. When the calendar switched from the lunar year to the solar year, the New Year began in January. This occurred in 46 B.C., when an astronomer convinced Julius Caesar to follow the solar year. It seems that since way back then, the coming new year has been a cause for celebration. Through the years, many new year traditions have formed, some of which includes fireworks, parties, and singing Old Lang Syne. Mm-hmm. I feel like this article is written by AI. It's one of those weird <laughs> AI articles that have yeah. like no personality to it at uh-huh. all, just like weird facts. Uh, the New Year's Eve ball first dropped in New York City in 1907. Um, was Times Square the first place to ever drop the New Year's ball? No. Before that, many of the other countries dropped balls to signify the passage of time, most specifically for maritime use. There you go. That's mm-hmm. my answer to that. The time ball was first suggested by Royal Navy Captain Robert Wochope. Uh, the idea was to have the ball placed high atop a building and near the harbor so the passing vessels could look through a spyglass and note the time. The balls were designed to drop precisely 1 p.m. every day. Wochope erected the first time ball in Portsmouth, England. They wanted a guy, you get the idea. Shut up. How many people fall asleep before midnight on New Year's Eve? <laughs> All of them. Yes. Me and you. According yeah. to Wallet Hub, 12% of people fall asleep before 12 o'clock. I bet it's a lot more now. Yeah. This might be an old article. Yeah. Every There's no late night anymore, as we've all talked about. Uh, the other thing I'd like to talk about is when Alex has a, an article that we're going to talk about a little bit about canceled people in 2023 or mm-hmm. something like that, right? Yeah. But I also want to say that I was just reading some more stuff about Kanye West. I mean, I guess he, re- he had posted this thing on his Instagram in Hebrew. Uh-huh. His apologizing to the Jewish people for his latest rants about whatever anti-Semitic rants. He wrote it in Hebrew. He wow. wh- whoever wrote it for him in yeah. Hebrew on Instagram. And I just don't know when this one's going to be over and why we're even still continuing on with this. Like eventually we just got to write this guy off as just a bit of a lunatic and move on with our lives, right? I mm-hmm. mean, because I don't know, if, is he even doing music anymore? Like we were in it, in the beginning we were in it for the music, which was pretty good. Yeah. I mean, I'm not really, that's not my style of music necessarily, but I did enjoy some Kanye stuff. Jesus Walks. Yeah, like it was yeah. good stuff. Some of, And then I know people loved him. Like people who are into like hip hop and rap loved Kanye mm-hmm. West. Uh but I don't think that's happening anymore. And then it just became, you know, it's wild. It it go gets wild at times. It gets back to normal or normal-ish mm-hmm. and then wild again. But now it's getting to the point where we're like, all right, fuck this guy. But that doesn't seem to be happening. No. Like it still seems to, uh, I don't know, people accept him. But if, if anyone else were to say this shit, 
uh, it'd be over. It's over. But I guess it's over. Like I mean, he's he's not like he's doing Pizza Hut commercials. Yeah, you know, so he can't take that away from him. He's just doing kind of nothing. Mm-hmm. I mean, Instagram is. You know, he can always be on Instagram. I think. <laughs> yeah. You know, so that's all he's doing. He's walking around Italy and these different places on Instagram with his big titted girlfriend, you know, with a pillowcase over her head. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I don't know, but the whole (laughs) thing, I just got a feel, yeah, Kim Kardashian, she just posted pictures at that Christmas party or something with the the four kids. Mm -hmm. I believe they're all his, right? I think so. Aren't all the kids of Kanye's kids? I I, I believe they are. Yeah. But anyway, now they're, first of all, I didn't realize there were four. I happened to see the card yesterday or whatever it was, picture from the party. I have some party over there at that at that Kardashian house, the Christmas party. Yeah, everybody comes. Everybody who seems so—I mean, the whole thing seems so annoying to me. I saw—I mean, listen, God love the Kardashians. I got no beef with them, but you know, you got Paris Hilton's there, Kathy Hilton, all—they're sledding in the backyard. I saw a video of Kim and 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 Paris like sledding on mm. some snow that they had put in fake snow. in the backyard. Yeah. I mean it's real snow I guess but you know fake sure fake yeah. made by didn't come, out of, didn't come out of the sky. Yeah. Um so anyway and they're sledding and pretending like it's fun but it's mm. not fun. No. They go 5 feet her and Paris Hilton and they're laughing and I'm like oh cut it out. So but who knows. Anyway everyone seems to be having a good time. And but for me, I look like oh boy, I don't want to be here. Yeah. But if I got invited, I'd go. Uh, I'd sit in the corner and I would journal. What are you doing over there, Chris? <laughs> don't worry about it, Miss Kim Kardashian. I'm journaling. Says, Why is who who ran the guy in the big furry robe? I don't know, but I don't mess with him. Why not? Can you see what it says on his? You see what's embroidered on his robe? Crazy motherfucker. <laughs> don't right. fuck with him. Yeah. He might be insane. Uh, so anyway, but it looks like a lot. So I'm, I'm, but I'm concerned about Kanye West. I like, I've, I think we're all done with this mm-hmm. guy. Yeah. I'm done with this guy. Yeah. Uh, until next week when we talk just about it. He's not doing anything anymore. No, I know. So yeah. it's, Jeff, Jeff is just being kind of a lunatic. When he does do concerts, he calls them church and they're out of there by And you don't even really evening. see that anymore. Yeah. He doesn't do Sunday service anymore. No. We love Sunday service. Yeah. Uh, what do you got? You got, what's your canceled article people? 2023's. They keep asking if these people are canceled, like a Matt Reif or for whatever yeah. weird reason he was well, supposedly says, canceled Yeah, because he made fun of who knows what. Uh, it says celebrities who imploded their careers in 2023. But then again, Matt Reif, they, like Matt Reif and Tom, Tom Thomas Sandoval yeah. is the other one, right? Those are the first two. Yeah. Those are the first two. Both of them careers have never been bigger. So it's... Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it's certainly, neither one of them imploded. I understand that there was controversy mm-hmm. uh, for both, but it seemed to only help. Who's next? Those two, Lizzo. Well, Lizzo was another one that kind of mm-hmm. came and went. You know, she yeah. was. Uh, but then again, she doesn't really have an album out. She's not touring, so it's, it's hard to see if she's been. I've certainly, if she comes out with good songs again, people are going to play them. Mm-hmm. Um, and she, I mean, she always she's got pretty good songs. Yeah, and. And she'll go see her. They'll go see her concert. She goes up there with a flute, big old gal wearing like a bikini <laughs> and a, playing a flute. Who wouldn't watch that shit? Yeah, it is funny that it says. Well, I'll you tell know. you what, you're not gonna have any more backup dancers. Those they couldn't loose lips on every yep. one of our backup dancers. Mm-hmm. Can't even it's a can't solo even, performance. Can't even have a good time with these fucking <laughs> chatty. Uh, so, can't even tell these bitches to eat a banana for God's sakes. Anyway, go on. Uh, but all it says is it's too soon to tell if she's canceled. She's lost two hundred twenty thousand followers. But you're like, that's kind of 
Nothing. She's got to have a half 220,000 yeah. followers. Yeah. She's got to have 500 million followers. I mean, followers, you lose right? 220,000 every day if you're, you're, you're yeah. Bots, it's all bots. It's Go all on. Bots. Who's next? Juliana Margulis. Juliana Margulis. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Shit. What, what happened to her? She landed in hot water over comments she made on November 20th on oh. the episode of The Back Room with Andy Ostroy podcast. Oh, no. Podcasts are... T- yeah. This is people with going... Oh. Like when big stars like Juliana Margulis go on a podcast, it's mm-hmm. like, don't go on a... If I were their representative, I'd be like, no, 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 no podcasts. You're good. Uh-huh. Your, your career's fine. You're going to be doing... TV shows, you know, that my mom and dad watch on CBS for the rest of your life. Just, you don't need to go on there and talk about, you know, Palestine and Israel or whatever she did. That's That's, what it was, right? I do remember this one vaguely. Uh Like, no, 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 no. So anyway, go on next. Who's next? Uh, Diddy. Diddy was similar to the Majors one. He's had a lot of uh, sexual allegations. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it could be over for him. Uh, It doesn't look good. But then again, what again, what's over? You know? He did lose a Hulu series out of this. So. Oh, and I, and the other thing is I, how this affects my life is I you know I sometimes will uh, wear uh, his his Sean his John Sh- Sean John's Sean John glasses from America's Best. Mm-hmm. You know they got a pretty nice Sean John collection. Yeah, and I don't know if I could be running around in Sean Johns anymore. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I might have to go over to the Randy Jackson side. And that's for the real poor people. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I stay over in the Jamie Foxx mm-hmm. uh, and the Jamie Foxx, uh, Sean John collection. Honestly, I think America's Best is what's next for Kanye. <laughs> Sounds Well, like- you know what? Bring it on. I would like a new selection. Go go ahead. Who's next? Uh, Jonathan Majors, we talked about. Jonathan Majors, uh, yeah. He's had it. He's going to have it rough right now. David Cho. David Cho was interesting because this he's an actor. You guys mm-hmm. might know him. Wasn't he in Beef? The he one with Ali Beef. Wong? Yeah. Um, yeah, and big, he, big part. we did, yeah, he, yeah. He, I know David Cho, he's a good actor. Um, and, and, and this was another podcast. Mm-hmm. We talked about it when it happened initially yeah. on this podcast. He was like on an old podcast, basically saying something about like, I was this masseuse and yeah, he said something like, and I got a gr-. He, he didn't, I don't know what, it was like very tame, I think. He had made some comment along the lines of like, uh, I, I've, Something along the lines of successful rapist is oh. is in quotes or rapey Ooh. behavior. He, I think he said something yeah. along those lines. But his whole podcast platform was supposed to be. I mean, it was his podcast is pretty much. Uh, I don't know the. It's DVDASA, which is like a double anal, double something. What? Like it's supposed to be kind of like a sexually wildy. Oh, and it's his podcast. That's his podcast. Oh, I yeah. thought he was a guest on a podcast. No, that was his. I mean, he might have been a guest when this had happened, but that's what his podcast was. And oh. he had a very successful podcast. I did too. not know that. Yeah. All right. Well, okay. And uh, who? Anybody else? Uh, after him, Colleen Ballinger, who we talked about. Oh, we about talked about her, yeah. Plenty. She's, she's made the weird um, apology with mm-hmm. the ukulele. Yep. I feel, uh, like, I feel like that one went away, too. Taylor Sheridan, the Yellowstone yeah, creator. Yeah, I know. He, he's just like difficult on set or yeah. something, they've said. People yeah. say he, he, he doesn't get complex. along with Kevin Costner. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Once again, I think he's going to be fine. Yeah, he's doing fine. Mm-hmm. Drew Barrymore. Yeah, she We've said some stuff, about, right? You know. Wasn't she like in her kitchen crying about something and yeah. then had to cry again about apologizing for it? And, and then the strike thing, you know, that yes, was Yes, that's what it, it was. That's yeah. what the issue was. Mm-hmm. She said, I'm going back to work regardless of the strike. That's what it was. And then they all went back to work a and week And now after. she seems fine. Yeah. yeah. Things, the, the one that then I'm mentioning is, um, which I think is the biggest one, 
and you guys will remember, was Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher. Oh, they yeah. had some rough times there, mm-hmm. you know, with the Danny Masterson stuff. Yep. And I don't know if they're... And then it became like a weird thing where he was getting thrown in. You know, I mean, this, we are we live in strange times yeah. right now. You know, that starts and the next day he's like, well, he's on, he's on the Epstein list. And mm-hmm. we all know that he was trafficking children and whatever. Yep. I've read some weird shit. And, you know, of course, none of it is, I believe, mm-hmm. none of it is true. It's just, it's just you get to go down some wild rabbit holes. Yeah. And, but still. I mean, he's, it's tough. To, you can't be cutesy guy anymore. Mm-hmm. Eventually, you do start doing things where the cutesy image, which Ashton Kutcher kind of had. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, fun, cutesy guy, mm-hmm. punked, and where's my car, and that dumb shit. Yeah. And now that's got <laughs> that's kind of got to be over, right? Yeah. You can't do that anymore. Now you got to... And then Mila Kunis is... She's going to be fine, I think. I don't know. I mean... I mean, they're... Family, as long as she's still got family guy. Yeah. She does the voices of the, uh, a family guy. She's got to be fine. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, who knows? Ashton Kutcher, like the truth, there, there are only two ways a Von Dutch hat can go, right? It's either cutesy guy or it's kind of <laughs> rape apologist. Right, guy. right. <laughs> That's true. And I think he's done both <laughs> and at he's, this point. He's hit yeah. both now. So. so who knows? It's very interesting. Uh, but there you go. Here we go. 2024 is coming. Mm-hmm. 2023 is, uh, is behind us. I feel we've had a good year. Yep. I don't have anything to apologize for, not that I know of. You know, I've made my apologies throughout the year to several people who got mad at me for whatever reason. Kelly Dodds and 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 uh, uh, and whoever who, I forget who else. You know, do you Jeff, want me to name them? Jeff Lewis's and these people. Justine that, Marino. Justine Marino, who I, I'm hey. gonna, I'm a, who I like. I met her again. I saw her again mm-hmm. at the at the uh, improv party. Oh, yeah, 40th, 50th, whatever, 60th, whatever it was. And she's the sweetest girl, mm-hmm. a lovely girl, and I feel like an asshole for ever saying anything bad about her. Because I didn't even know her. Mm-hmm. I'm just, you know, I'm just trying to, I'm just talking. Shooting from the hip so out shoot, here. Thank you, Alex. And she's a sweetheart of a girl, and I'm a dick for saying it. But the other ones, fuck them. I'm going to, I'll double down on my triple fuck them. Triple down. I'll triple down on my fuck them of Kelly Dodds and those idiots. Yeah. I got no, I got to fuck all yeah, those people. Um, so, yeah, but you get the idea. I just had to apologize. I don't, I didn't, you know, whatever. Who cares? If we're going on to 2024. Uh, with this podcast and we'll mm-hmm. be it's going to be fun we're looking forward to getting back out live on the road back out to uh more shows more more of these patreons and regulars and doing what we do um delivering show celebrity news regular mm-hmm. news uh countdowns lists you know we love a list i'll tell you why we love a list over here somebody goes i was they were asking me what the podcast was about and and he was like, don't you just do lists or something? I'm like, no, it's not all we do. But the only reason we do lists is because it lends itself to discussion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And on this podcast, we like to discuss things. It so, stirs it up. Yeah. If you're going to count down 10 French fries, everybody's got an opinion on French fries. So you count, you know, like, wait a minute, that one's a good one. That one's a bad one. Mm-hmm. So it does lend itself to fun. Uh, so we kind of do that. They're hard to find these days because I feel like we've done them all. Yeah. But we still find some. Um, and on and on and on. It's going to be, it's going to be a good year. 2024 going to be a good year. I think, Mm -hmm. I don't know about the world, you know, like, (laughs) yeah, who knows, but that's out of my hands. Mm -hmm. You know, the world is out of my hands. A lot of it is just out of my hands and not to sound like a callous asshole, 
but I can't. I mean, I look at some of these, you'll see a lot of uh, year-end things now and all the newspapers and mm-hmm. you know, Washington Post, New York, whatever I read. And a year-end, year-end, best movies, best TV shows, best music albums, best the year in pictures, you yeah. know? And I this morning, I was looking through the year in pictures, you know? And it's just very good pictures. I guess if you're a photojournalist, these would be considered excellent pictures. But, I mean, it's just all just death and death destruction and, yeah. and people carrying dead babies down the street Doom and stuff. And, and I'm like, oh, my God. Like, hey, I listen, I can... To live in this world mm-hmm. would be, I would go insane. Yeah. And I, I can't go insane. I have a, you know, I got to play with slime. And my daughter's got glittery slime mm-hmm. that was given to her by a family member. Gave her glittery slime and little pieces, little tiny, tiny teacups for a fucking pony. Ponies don't drink tea. <laughs> the hell is this fucking pony doing with a little teacup? But anyway, um, and then my daughter was upset. These are the things that I concern myself. Like, my life is small. Mm-hmm. I have to concern myself with the fact that my daughter was having a tea party in her playroom, mm-hmm. and she wanted me to make a menu for the her restaurant. So I had to, like, draw up. I had to, and then I took it seriously. I went and got the different colored markers, mm-hmm. and I wrote down nine different teas. It was tough for me to come up with nine teas, Alex. Yeah. But I came up with nine. What? Oolong. Oolong. I started with oolong. That's a. I don't know if I spelled it correctly, but I tried oolong. Okay. And with green, lemon zest. Ooh. Peppermint. Okay. Turmeric and ginger. All right. Okay. Wait, there's more. Um, uh, did I say green? You did. Black. Black. Uh man, I had some others. Did you have Earl Grey? Earl Grey. Earl Grey. And chamomile. Yep. Do you have a English breakfast? Ooh. I think that was my nine. I mm-hmm. think that was nine. I think that's what I came up with. I couldn't think of any other. Do they serve throat coat? That's my favorite. Oh, I put it. I should have put throat yeah. coat in there. Um, I love throat coat. It's a good. I should have put it in there. But anyway, and then I and then at the bottom, I put uh, served iced or hot. Ooh, so I made a pretty nice menu. Yeah, because she had her cousins coming over who are all like ten year old boys. And They love a tea party. Well, that's what she thought. So yeah. she set up a big tea party. Big menu, and the boys were in the room just, you know, sitting there watching TV and not paying any attention to her. And then when they left, she's like, Can nobody seem interested in the tea? Yeah. And I was like, Yeah, you know, boys, I don't know if there's interested in the tea party. She's like, I mean, it's unbelievable. They didn't even, she goes, They didn't even, didn't even drink it. And then I left and didn't come back. Yeah. Oh, like, it sounds like you're running a, a <laughs> shitty business. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to we're gonna have to board up. Have you worked on your- Beckett's Tea House. Yeah, have you worked on your social media? Yeah. <laughs> I, told, I had to tell how business works. I mean, yeah. you might, you know, restaurant business is tough. Yeah. So Low uh, margins, kiddo, low <laughs> margins. So anyway, we had a, we had a nice- I, Then, of course, I have to go now. I'm mm-hmm. like, I'll do it. Then I, So I had to sit down on a little tiny chair in her, in her playroom, and I had to go, oh, hi, I'll have the oolong. Mm-hmm. She's like, we're out of oolong. I'm like, what kind of? I mean, the place just opened. <laughs> Who's doing the inventory here? This place sucks. Uh, I'll leave a strongly worded Yelp review about uh, Beckett's Tea House. Mm-hmm. So that's where I can't concern myself with, uh, you know, the street bombings and and the world that is uh, mm-hmm. around me. I I read about it. I I'm 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 uh, I'm schooled in in horrible things, but I can't live in that world. Yeah. As bad as it may be and seem 
and it's as 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 callous as it make may make me seem. I got yeah. shit to do, and you know I got to go do jokes and stuff at comedy clubs and sun's out, and you know I've often talked about the, you know there's there's a line I don't know why this line resonated with me so much over the years, but it's from a movie called by, by the way a very good movie as far as I believe mm-hmm. called. Um, Oh my God, now I can't think of the name of it. About Last Night. About Last Night. Mm-hmm. Rob Lowe, Jim Belushi, Demi Moore, Elizabeth Perkins, based on a David Mamet play called Sexual Perversity in Chicago. Uh, and it was made into an excellent, excellent movie. I think it's considered an 80s movie, but it's actually better than that. Um, and uh, And it's in that movie... Elizabeth Perkins plays like the roommate of Demi Moore. She's kind of like a sassy gal, Elizabeth Perkins. And Rob Lowe comes to pick up Demi Moore at their apartment. She says something about, you know, are you familiar with the... So she says something about how horrible the world is to him. Uh-huh. And he goes, I don't know. I live in a pretty good neighborhood. And I, I, and for whatever reason, I saw that movie 40 years ago. And that line resonates with me to this day. Every time somebody says something like, are you this or that or this? I'm like, I don't know. I live in a pretty good neighborhood. Like, that's all I can do. Yeah. I can only do what mm-hmm. I can do here. I mean, I'm not going to solve the, pro- the, sh- the problems and strife in the Middle East or South Korea or the Midwest or any other place. Yeah. I got to, you know, I do my best to not be an asshole. And that's what I, that's my contribution to the world. Mm-hmm. This podcast brings joy to thousands of 58 year old women yeah. throughout America and some in Australia, mm-hmm. just two gals in Ireland, Portugal, and, uh, and, <laughs> and of course, we made a list a, in Portugal, and of course, and of course Portugal. Uh, yeah, so I mean, that's what I that's this is my contribution. Mm-hmm. Uh, but other than that, I don't know what to tell you. Happy New Year uh, to all. Happy birthday to Alex. Alex Khan, thirty-two year old Alex Khan. Uh, it's hard to believe that when we started this podcast, you were only like 26-ish, yeah. Jesus. Um, Spry young man. Now, at 32, do you feel like you've achieved everything you need to achieve at 32? At 32, Do you feel like you're doing well in life at 32? I mean, mean, the the upward trajectory for you has been... Staggering. The growth has been exponential. Exponential. Because I mean, let's face it, for a while. Well, (laughs) I know. I mean, I mean, you. There was only other, only other way you could go was death. Yeah. uh, When I met you, Mm -hmm. it was only death. It was Mm -hmm. because it couldn't have been. So you had to grow. Yeah. From living in your car, freshly stroked, Mm -hmm. uh, living in your car. At that point, it had the only way it was up. It was all up from here. Um. So now it's just like apartments. You're 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 entertaining. Mm -hmm. By the way, the parents still here. Yeah, they are. No. Yeah. Your mom and 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 Olivia's her, mom is still here. Her mom left this morning at okay. like three a.m. We took her oh, to the airport. But... No, you guys drove her. Yeah, exactly. Alex, On my birthday, you yeah. Never drive people to the airport. It's you a different stop situation. That right away, yeah. hire a car. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, we got. By the way, we got into a, a car to go to the airport mm-hmm. just to, for New York last week, and the guy goes. Very nice guy. You know, we get one of these big, whatever, Lincoln Navigators or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he goes, uh, I think I've been to this house before. He said, this is once again, four o'clock in the morning, we're heading out. Your house. You yeah, mean, our yeah. house, yeah. 
And he goes, I picked up, I drove your parents Ooh. to the airport when they were here for my brother's 60th birthday party. Oh, but yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, so yes, maybe you were. And he goes, how are they doing? I'm like, oh. <laughs> oh okay. He goes, because I, I learned a lot about them. Like, oh, God, my poor, this poor guy, my father's brother. Like, so now, now, where are you from? Nigeria. Because he was Nigerian. He was telling me all about his Nigerian life. Uh-huh. And um, so, yeah, my father probably talked his ear off for two hours on the way to LAX. Mm-hmm. But anyway, he asked how they're doing. And I told him everything, they're doing fine. So, yeah. So, uh, so there you go. So anyway, you feel like you've, you've achieved everything you need to achieve at 32. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you're doing fine. Yeah. Doing good. I've, uh, you know, I've started over a couple times just by choice, you know. Started over how so? Just like, you know, leaving. I, you know, I had, I made good money in Vegas. Are you familiar like, with this song by, uh, by John Lennon, Starting Over? I am. Well, maybe we'll end with that. Well, yeah. You know, because it, it's a perfect time to play that song because you're, you started over. Mm-hmm. Uh, the new year. The new year, all that. Anyway, um, yeah, so you feel like you started over. Oh, because you, yeah. you were doing some moving around. There was the Denver yeah. there for a minute. Yeah. There was the Chicago for a minute, wasn't there? For a second. There was Chicago for a minute. There was the Denver for a minute. There was, a, of course, Vegas. Mm-hmm. Uh, then it was here. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I feel good about. And you now know, you're here. It takes time to build. I now you're good. in North Hollywood. Are you guys mm-hmm. comfortable in North Hollywood? Or is that a move that's going to be, are you going to be moving out of there soon? You like the apartment. Do, we love the place. We're figuring out the area. That's yeah, we- yeah. Well, I've been trying to figure out North Hollywood for 35 years. <laughs> um, anyway, well, good, good. We're excited for you and all and all, all your future uh, Thank plans. You. Um, what are you going to do after this podcast ends? Try, I might go play some tennis. <laughs> no, no, no. Not, I mean, ends completely. <laughs> oh, uh, I'm fucked. That's all mine. That's probably why it's not going to end. Any, it's not going to end anytime soon because I'd be fucked as well. Uh, all right, everybody. We love doing the podcast, and we'll continue to do it as long as you guys will listen. We, you know, we hope for growth, and we continue to grow. But you eventually get to, you mm-hmm. know, you, you get to a plateau. Eventually, you got to start over. Oh. Such a great song. It's funny. I was just there. I was such a crazy Beatles John Lennon fan when he was killed, 1980, I believe it was. And uh, I happened to be walking up. I was meeting my brother in New York City last week, and he said, "Meet me in the middle of Central Park. There's one area that I always meet them, and it's up the entrance to it. You usually go up around 72nd, and uh, what would that be considered Central Park West, maybe?" And the Dakotas there, where he was shot, you know, mm-hmm. where where Yoko lived and still does, I believe. Although she, I think she finally moved out. She's ninety something years old, Yoko. Yeah, you know, a lot of people are calling Taylor Swift Yoko Ono now. They're <laughs> saying she's Yoko Ono because they believe the Chiefs are not playing up to up to their uh, mm-hmm. capabilities. But since she's gotten into the picture, yeah, they believe that Travis Kelsey's having price throwing his helmet around. He's Hickey's on his neck, they're saying. Mm-hmm. So there's just shady business going on. Yeah. And they're, and they're saying, and I always thought, it was, I was like, wow, she's st- we're still using Yoko as the one? Yeah. I mean, it's it's been a long time. Yeah, she's and still. And she's still the one we use for fucking up everything. She ruined it all. Yeah. She's the one. Fuck up a Yoko, good thing. Yoko's probably like, 
And the funny thing is, like, oh, I think all the Beatles now have said, like, Ringo and, and, and Paul McCartney, and they're all like, no, we were all done with the Beatles. Like, yeah. we did it. We were all, if you watch the, the, that fantastic nine-hour documentary that Peter Jackson did, uh, you see it. You see them. They're like, we're done. Yeah. We all have our own lives. Well, and, they and this also, is over. They, they turned out to be four superstars. Right. They didn't know when they were first starting that they were all destined for great individuality. Yeah. But they figured it out pretty quick. You know? I know. And, and, and the other, like, I don't know if we could blame Yoko for it yeah. any, at this point. Because I think, and also... Weren't they we already should, arguing? We should, we should probably thank Yoko for yeah. it ending when it ended. Yeah. So we don't have to see them on, you know, uh, on, on The Masked Singer or mm -hmm. anything. You know, like, at this point, if they were still together, it would be, they'd be doing some terrible tour. Yeah. Where they're half-assing, you know, making it through their song. John so, Lennon would be the Simon Cowell scene. Right, right. On, We'd ra I'd much rather it ended when it ended. Yeah. And just, it's all just perfect. Mm -hmm. There's no shit. All right, everybody. I could talk Beatles all day long. But anyway, so I walk past the Dakota. Mm -hmm. There it is. It's a, first of all, a gorgeous building in that area of New York. Is so nice. And it just gets me every time. I get very emotional. I get, Alex, I get very emotional. Ooh. I get very emotional. And then I walk in. And of course, they, they built this thing. And maybe you guys, have, if you go to New York, you'll probably went to see it. It's a little area that says Imagine on it. It's a little tiled area. And they always have people hanging around. Some guy playing a guitar, singing Beatles songs. Yeah. Always, always. I, yeah. And there's people like sitting on the benches watching, and they're all there's like a lot of them are bawling, crying, like bawling. Yeah, still. And I, yeah, I know, and I'm like, wow, it's been a while. Like, I don't know if we could still ball, but it does. It gets you, you know. It yeah. gets you. I don't. I wasn't one of the people bawling. Alex, I was not one of the people bawling, crying. Don't you dare for one second suggest that I was sitting there. Bawling, crying. Mm -hmm. I was not. I mean, you're close. I was right not. Now. Yeah. I was. <laughs> you're close right now. Your eyes are smoking. Oh. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening. Happy New Year. We'll be back with plenty more uh, in the coming days. But happy 2024. Have a great New Year's Eve. Bye bye. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.